Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. And this topic has come from numerous conversations with would-be clients, wannabe clients, first-time clients, and clients who are literally just starting the journey. And it's that real tussle between how do I actually put myself first, depends what your language is, about how do I make myself a priority, how do I do all these things that I've got yearnings to do and be and have, how do I do it without the guilt? Now, at the end of the day, this could be my shortest podcast episode ever because I'm about to say you can't. <laughs> and that is not entirely true. But what I'm about to say is that trying to put yourself first from a position where it is unfamiliar to you and wanting to do it without guilt is what's going to keep you stuck. So at the end of the day, it's about recognizing that you will and probably have big, big feelings of guilt. And I'm going to go into a lot of reasons about what that's about. And if that's what's stopping you from um, putting yourself first and doing some really cool things and finding your purpose, then separate the two because that is a problem. Befriend the guilt that may be feeling that you may be feeling and move forward anyway. Anyway, this whole episode is about that whole topic and not letting the feelings of guilt stop you from prioritizing yourself. I'm going to cover why I think we have these feelings of guilt, three reasons that I've observed. Um, I'm also going to cover why it's important to override them and make yourself a priority and give you an example of a really beautiful gutsy lady who this was a very big piece of her stuck picture in the beginning. And then finally, the third thing I'm going to do is how do you start small? And if this is something that's really engaging for you, make sure you go into the show notes and download. I've done a really simple Kickstarter um, list. Um, it's a simple PDF that you can download and give you some examples that, um, and some of these examples may surprise you, and these are all examples about how you can just very small start to make yourself a priority. Okay, so let's dive in. Number one I was going to deal with is why do we have this whole picture of guilt around prioritising ourselves? The first uh, thing that I've recognised and what I've really noticed is about conditioned expectations. There's this, if you've grown up over the decades giving your time to others, and I'm not going to say that this is only a female thing, by the way. I work with a lot of gutsy gents in the private coaching space. And one of their big challenges about coming to the coaching space is um, how they can really put themselves first. A lot of them in that regard is putting themselves first 
and taking the time out from their busy businesses. Um, but if you've spent a fair chunk of the last couple of decades um, giving yourself over to everyone else to get your needs met, then of course it's hard to start to prioritise yourself because it will just feel unfamiliar. But that's a really big part of this identity. You know, what you're really wanting to do is become a person that prioritises yourself first or more first, and yet the place that you're coming from is an identity where I'm the sort of person who has given myself over as a caregiver or given myself over as a boss who helped people on in order and amount of time and just always put my myself last. So that leads into the second thing because the, the weird thing about um, prioritising yourself and having the feelings of guilt with it is there's this weird under, well, belief system, generally unconscious, that if you take yourself away from other people and providing for them, then it will your time for yourself will be at their expense. And that linkage, that weird us, is that even as I say it out loud, what we're talking about here is if I go and take myself, like if I go and give myself some space, to, you know, to give myself and prioritise myself, therefore it's coming at the expense of others, can you see that that is not a truth? It can be a belief. It can be something that you were led to believe many years ago or whatever, but it's not entirely true because I can almost imagine if I can have this conversation with you live and we looked at the times where you've actually put yourself first, if anything, it's helped the other people around you. <laughs> it has not been at the expense of them. So just be really aware, is the guilt coming to the fore for you because you feel it's completely, when I do this, therefore I should be spending that extra time with them or for them because it'll be at their expense. And this is where I would absolutely dare you. Go and go and spend one little piece of time away from these people that you think you're going to be taking expense from. Come back and see if it really impacted them whatsoever. And then the third reason I think we have this guilt is when um, I sort of intimated just before, when you start something new or whether, and particularly if this is a new part of your identity that you've well, not consciously had in the past, as in you are doing something that is unfamiliar to you, then it's unfamiliar and it's hard and your brain has trouble accepting it. That unfamiliarity will lead to all sorts of emotions and confusion and that unfamiliarity, your brain is completely um, wired to keep you safe and keep you back where you were. So that unfamiliarity um, will just bring up a whole lot of emotions and one of those may be guilt. So it's, you know, that unfamiliarity has been designed to keep us safe, but as you know, if you've been listening to a lot of my top, top um, episodes, it's not necessarily keeping your future self happy and that's why you're wanting this. So... They're the reasons that I've noticed why we have this guilt. And there's numerous others. When you delve into the psychology behind it, it's, it's super common. And as I said right at the beginning, it's not a matter of waiting for the guilt to pass 
in order to start to prioritise yourself. It's a matter of befriending what these feelings of guilt may be about, exploring what it might be, but again, don't delve too far or marinate in the past too much, recognising that those feelings will be there and start to take action anyway, and particularly in a small way. So before we dive into some of those actions, I'm going to just explain why I believe it is so important to prioritise yourself. Number one, it's your job. It's no one else's job. That's the irony of this. If you do not take some time out to prioritise yourself, and particularly if you're feeling stuck and purposeless, you are not going to find a plan and clarity and purpose from the place of stuckness. So just know that all those feelings around it and, and starting to want to prioritize yourself, prioritize yourself is super important to act upon. Because if the feelings around not putting yourself first are creating a whole bigger picture of stuckness, then it's got to be dealt with. The second thing is that at the end of the day, ironically, when you deal with this, feelings of stuckness and purposelessness and and the impact that all of those feelings and being sort of a half-lived human, if you see the impact that actually does have your loved ones around you, when you move into a space where you are taking action little by little and really getting clear and creating a plan and working toward and getting really clear on the purpose that you want in this midlife and beyond, it has a beautiful positive impact on all those around you. Your loved ones will thank you for it. And the third one leads completely into this. You will inspire others around you to do the same. So if you're someone that really is quite strongly linked to having a purpose for others, and you may have consciously or unconsciously that, if you don't just do it for yourself, do it to inspire those around you. And I'm going to give you a beautiful example of a gutsy lady who came last year, and so it's just over 12 months ago, where she really made that very strong decision to put a hand up and say, yeah, I'm going to be part of a group program. And then she's been with us ever since. And one of the biggest things is her gutsiest goal was to be able to change her whole work style so that she could actually go and work around Australia. She would leave the main um, area that she lived for a number, well, basically her whole working life, which had a lot of family members around it, and she would go and do some agency work, which meant that she would go into different parts of Australia and for some periods of time be like hours and hours and hours travel away. And as she was about to embark, so she made some massive identity changes and she became this woman who just started to put herself first, but most importantly put the dreams that she'd had on hold to the forefront and she took some really cool action. And initially her action was to just go a couple of hours drive away. But when we were having a conversation, it was early this year, um, she was heading out to, you know, numerous hours flying away and she had this real crisis in confidence. I was like, oh, my God, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And the guilt that really came on at that point for this woman was just quite dramatic. But she took the action. And she continued, you know, despite those feelings of guilt, 
And best thing is she articulated it, she was journaling it, she was doing lots of meditation around it, but most importantly she was aware of it and she put her arm around it, befriended it and kept moving forward despite it. She's on her way back now from at least it was about five or six months on the other side of Australia working in um, remote and Indigenous communities, providing mental health support to humans that she connected beautifully with and her relationships, funnily enough, with her family have expanded, not retracted. And that is a classic example where she was so stuck in this identity that um, I am, um, I'm either a gutsy lady or I'm a giving mum. And she basically melded them two together and became a gutsy mum by going out there and going for the dream and acting out everything she wanted and maintaining relationships along the way by honouring herself. So it was just a gorgeous example of where those two identities that she was trying her damnedest to keep apart, by bringing them together, um, she was able to get everything she wanted, become this next level human that she was so wanting to be and explore, most importantly, it was an experience that she so wanted to have and feel the feelings of going out there so she's already back on the table now going, right, I, I've now got a new gutsy goal. I'm, I'm, you know, it's not that she's parked that goal. She's just brought on that beautiful identity of being a gutsy mum. And, you know, the inspiration she's shared amongst our community of gutsy ladies, let alone I can only imagine for her own family, have been significant. So if that's inspired you and you're like, damn it, that's it, I'm going to start to prioritise myself despite the guilt. Come on, guilt, you're coming along with me. Then I want to share three really simple tips about how to do this small because that's the thing, right? You don't go and make, we can have beautiful, grandiose plans and dreams and visions, but we start small because we want to ratchet up with a confidence and then more confidence and then more confidence. So the first tip is start to become aware of this guilt like when you start to think more you get off this podcast and you're like okay that's it that's really inspired me I'm going to go and do whatever or be whoever or whatever it has been that's like an inkling in your soul I want you to notice what comes up immediately like what is the little inner critic saying in your mind that brings up the negative emotion so what is the guilt really about start to use your journaling to jot down what you notice and it's part of that pause, reflect, and respond. Just start to become aware of what the guilt is stemming from. Is it about the, the partner that you should be? Is it be about the mother you should be? It's about the colleague you should be. Is it about the woman you should be? Is it about the certain age woman should be? Just start to notice it. Don't notice it so that therefore you stay marinated in it, but just start to really get clear on what the guilt's about because you may as well put get clarity around what you're putting your arm around. Second part, and this sort of feeds onto it, is get really clear on this identity you currently have. So I always talk about identity as I'm the sort of person who, and I think about it in future and what you're wanting to have. Get clear on the person you're currently being. I'm the sort of person at the moment who 
gets guilty about putting myself first. And so therefore I spend an inordinate amount of time doing things for everyone in my family rather than myself. I'm the sort of person who won't take time out for myself and go and exercise. And then I get really cranky at myself because I'm not feeling as healthy as I want to be and functioning at the level I want to function. I'm the sort of person who, by not prioritising myself, I get cranky about lots of people around me and looking at them and I get jealous and I get on social media and I'm really resenting the fact that they're out doing their stuff but I'm feeling guilty and stuck here. Get clear on the identity you've currently got because that wake-up call is more than likely going to be a beautiful kick up the butt. Why would you want to be that person? Because I'm sure it's not a conscious person that that you've been. So with that, those two big levels of awareness, let's start to take action and just take some really, really small action. What is the smallest action you could take today that is all about prioritising yourself? As I said, I've got a PDF of um, 20 really simple tips to bring in. But I'm just going to give you a couple of like tiny, tiny ones from the minute you hang up from this episode. Number one, say no. Just say no. The next request that comes to you, the next um, email that comes through and your instincts uh, really should be saying yes, but I don't feel it. Say no. Just practice once saying no when you thought you should be saying yes. That can start a waterfall of priority. Then a second one is if yours is related to just being so busy in your home space. So a couple of clients I've worked with have got into really habitual patterns about getting all their jobs done and they couldn't possibly sit down and just read a book that they've been aching to read or give themselves time to sit and have a cuppa and even read a non-fiction book. I dare you, just take five minutes out in the next 24 hours to do something that you deem to be lazy, self-indulgent, not doing because all your jobs are still going around. I know that can sit, even a bath, taking a bath when it'd be easier to have a shower if you're a rusher, I dare you to stop for just five minutes and do something that you are busting to do. And then a third little simple one is get in on your phone and schedule five minutes a day of me time and own it. So schedule at whatever time in the day that you know is the easiest for you to take it. It could be getting up five minutes earlier before everybody else in the house. It could be getting your jobs done and before you actually go to the next list of jobs in your day, you take five minutes out there. You may know that you've got a schedule where around 10 o'clock you're flagging and you would really ideally like to have a break then. Give yourself that five minutes. Schedule it in and call it me time and put a heap of emojis around it on your phone. Set the alarm and do it. And notice how it feels to make yourself a priority. Because once again, once you start to make yourself a priority, I promise you the feelings around it and the fact that the world doesn't end around you either when you do this will help to feed 
even bigger items on my little list. Just see what it feels like to just take some little bit of time out to prioritize yourself. And it will help you to get into that direction of getting some clarity and a plan and a purpose around what you want in life. I promise you, this is how numerous of my clients have started. And it's remember, it is just a habit to not prioritize yourself. Because when you came out of the womb, you prioritized yourself, a screaming little baby that wanted to be fed and made warm and cleaned and hugged. It's part of your biology to give yourself some time. So why not start today? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who just may need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.